0: Hello and welcome to the Raising Men Show. I'm one of your hosts, Craig Carlisle. Super Tuesday, right here on WKBY 1080 AM out of Chatham, Virginia, Remnant Media, and all of our other affiliates that we're on. You can also catch our past episodes on TheRaisingMenShow.com. That's TheRaisingMenShow.com. We're going to jump right into the last part of our episode and our discussion about responsibility. It's the last of it going into the new school year. Some parents have already got kids back in school. My kids will be going to school while this is airing, so that's pretty awesome. I get to have my house back. Yes, whole different perspective. But parents, I'll be back with you at the end, just with some words of encouragement, so we can prep ourselves for this new school year. Anybody have anything else? I mean, because I think it's an interesting topic for, for us as a family. You know, we talk about our dogs and what they mean to us now. We're newer at this process and we're learning. I think it's great as a family that we're able to learn this and we can allow ourselves to take another turn in our life chapter, you know, and then give love back to something who wants to love us. You know what I'm saying? Not that we don't love each other, but this is a different
1: No, we don't. No, I'm kidding. I'm just just
0: kidding. Yeah, you're just serious, don't play.
1: It's a lot of work. But also, uh, it's a fun process too because you get to take care of like you know little, little animals that are always filled filled with so much like excitement and love. Yeah. So it's, it's fun when
2: I get to put filters on them from Snapchat. Ah, uh, doesn't work. Kane's always mm-hmm. I, the one that uh, uh, Evan. Uh,
0: I'll show it to you later. I like the fact too is that each one of you are expressing yourselves towards them in a different way. So I think that's pretty cool. And and I know you know us being five dudes in the house we don't always show any kind of real emotion towards each other other than maybe you know some laughter maybe or or it's an anger It could get frustrated in, right in, in that moment but the dogs are bringing a different kind of a view you know to the whole mix in here kind of changing the dynamic and i think it's awesome it gives you all a chance to to kind of bring a different thing to the table and i see you all interacting more with each other in a different way so it was it's well worth the early morning shift
2: tired is all get out frustration and, and sleeping in is yeah i you know it's fine i, I think of, hey, we, should so, start, so. we need to start setting our own alarms and not uh, relying on dad too much well, to wake us up okay, know, it, no,
1: it, well no 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 because it you don't works when you
2: consistently up. go to bed it doesn't work when you're going to sleep at two o'clock in the morning that's not what i mean though no but well, no that's part of what you mean because if you set your alarm for four or five or five or six in the morning and you just go to sleep at like 10 9, 8, 9 or 10 then that sets you up to wake up at an earlier time. No, 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 no. that's not what I meant. I meant like ah. alarms won't work because if you set an alarm at five, they might change their sleep and like wake up at. Well, a that,
0: time. No, well, that, well, both of you are right in this particular case. Yes, but at the same time, we have to find a, a way where whoever has morning shift, they may need to have the dog in their area. So mm-hmm. we may have to partner, you know, Jackson, you and Evan together for morning shifts. And you and Ryan and myself together for morning shift where the dogs can be. now that may not be a good thing for the dogs not sleeping in the same space all the time. But they need to be near the person who's got morning shift. Mm-hmm. Because like this morning, I have I have dad ears or parent ears because I'm used to listing up for you all. So I'm hearing them at 445. You know what I'm saying? Not because I was already up. It's just... It has to happen. I'm listening for things that go bump. Who's got issues with asthma? And I've been used to doing it for years. Mm-hmm. So, But now that they're new, I have, need to put them in somewhere where you guys are. Whoever's got that first shift, we've got to respond.
2: They may have to just sit in the hallway.
0: That and may be a better
1: spot. Uh, maybe
0: too, Maybe it's the laundry room hallway. Because I don't want anybody falling over the thing in the corner bathroom. Laundry room works. Laundry room may work. Uh, yes, sir.
1: I had a, I had a, funny, a funny story. Yesterday... Saying? Um, I was. Full, I had my alarm set, right. And then, but you ended up waking me up anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, funny thing is, I didn't realize this until later on in the afternoon that my alarm, instead of being set for like five five thirty in the morning, it was set for five five thirty in the afternoon mm. because it went off in my pocket when I was sitting with the dogs after they ate dinner.
2: A.M. means like, morning. Oh. P.M. is night. Well, I
1: know that. But at the time, <laughs> I, I didn't see the. I didn't see the letters because I was just like. It was like uh it was like 11 12 o'clock at night and i was just trying to sleep but i had to make sure my alarms were set so i just turned the first one on that said five thirty-five, and i was like okay that works and then i went to sleep well, and then i was like oh so let's, that was pm
0: let's use the suggestion like the doctor suggested today when you two went to the pediatrician for your physicals and we do as parents suggest that you make sure your kids get your physicals and I know a lot of schools don't to what it requires, shots so if you haven't gotten your shots yet parents some of your kids can't return to campus without shots and I know some of you are like was he talking COVID shots because you feel some kind of way about it rather really than don't care that's not my problem but I'm talking about regular shots what did you get today Ryan you got some meningitis A and B right so he got his you meningitis. Have meningitis no no, he doesn't have meningitis. it <laughs> <laughs> we'll cover that in social it's a work. vaccine it's it a, well, no 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 meningitis is a disease it's a it's a very
1: nasty diseases. I got the vaccine for it. right. To well, I'm, oh, I, well, it. I'm not
2: calling meningitis a disease, but they got
0: the shot for meningitis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're just giving you a hard time. We just, you know, we get those little vaccine jokes. People get their flesh starts oh, to crawl, and then people start to kind of cancel culture. But you can't cancel us because we're on air because we want to be. So um, it's just one of the things where. We have to take care of ourselves, and I know over some of our kids are going to require shots, so let's get ourselves going. Men, have you gotten your shots? And you gotten your checkups? Men, have you gotten your, your colonoscopies? Men are over 40 and definitely over 50 needs to get that. I know it's kind of nasty. Somebody's sticking their finger in the who knows where it's there but they have to get those checking for colon cancer and polyps and things like that. Yes, men, get your physicals. Uh, what else? That should be about it for us today. I need to make sure we're ready. And Oh, the doctor. The doctor did say start getting yourselves going to sleep one or two hours earlier each night. For those who are going back to regular school within the next weeks, give your body a chance to adjust. So, Kaden, sorry, sorry not Kaden, you're college high school graduate. You get to get up and go when you need to go. But uh, the high schoolers, Evan, Ryan, and Jackson, middle school Jackson, give yourself an hour less a day. Leading. Into the next week, going to sleep at one. Now,
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm alrighty righty, do, do the dogs have any words of wisdom? Yeah, don't have any words of wisdom. well, worry. one's asleep, I'd one's see. awake. Feeling anything to say? No, <laughs> well spoken. All right, well spoken. He sniffed the mic. I think that's enough.
0: My sons are having a good time. With the show right now, being able to lend their voice. And I think that's important, parents. As we're going into this new school year, for some it's a new beginnings. And that's, of course, the number eight in a prophetic, you know, kind of a numbering system. And for us, this is year eight without their mother. And this is a new beginnings. It's a new school year. I, I had spent a lot of time, so many school years before, worrying about this or that and trying to get prepared and trying to be ahead of the game. And I always found myself behind and I would struggle for a variety of reasons not really quite under, you know understanding why but some of them were landmines that I just allowed myself to f- to fall in I, I knew they were coming I know every year the kids need new inhalers for school to be left there or they need physicals because they need shots and their schools of course were even even last year I th- which I thought was absolutely ridiculous we didn't have school at all you know in person but yet you still had to have all of your shots as if you were going to be in school and otherwise they wouldn't let you you know take your classes and I'm like well, that's one of, the, one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard of because and – I, and I get the, the process and needing to have rules and understanding that I, I can follow rules and I should follow rules. But there's sometimes when some of the rules that we set need to be amended and kind of go, well, we're not really there. And a lot of the doctor's offices for, or pediatrician offices really aren't open because it was the pandemic. And how in the world do you expect a, you know, a parent and a child to get a, a vaccine – or sorry, a vaccination of a normal disease. And that's, so all those who trip off of COVID, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a you know whatever the kids would normally get at middle school age. Some of us weren't able to get them on time because the pediatrician offices were closed or they were consolidating them to some places way across town. And it just was not either safe or convenient to go and make an appointment and get an appointment that was within four to five or six months later and get there. But this year, this year, eight I'm so excited and proud of myself because I was able to to take those moments that that were giving me a hard time and making my life really really dirty and nasty and really worried about what we were doing next and what was coming and I was able to get out in front and get my paperwork set up, get my appointments set up for the kids done, get their vaccinations for their, you know, their different things taken care of early. And I'm excited even to the point of having their asthma documentation ready. I have the paperwork in hand where the kids can show up tomorrow to their doctor's office, to their nurse's office saying, hey, this is the medication that I take. I'm going to be taking it, you know, throughout the school year. Either I'm going to leave it here in your office or I'll be able to carry it with me. Either way, that's turned in. It's one less step that I have to take. Some parents, we've waited a long time even to buy school clothes or you know, socks or shoes or whatever. And that can be for for a variety of reasons also some of us didn't just didn't have the money to go. and if you didn't have the money, you do know, reach out, we'll do what we can to to rally troops around your household, around your families, and try to help your family make sure that it has the basic needs and necessities because when our kids don't look right and don't feel right about themselves, there's certain you know body imaging thoughts that begin to to creep in in our minds, and we've we've had enough issues creeping in our minds from a day-to-day basis let alone you know the the year after this kind of a global pandemic that we've been going through our kids are struggling through some really odd and awkward social skills. Well let's be truthful a lot of us parents we're suffering through a lot of awkward social skills as well a lot of us struggled and didn't have good social graces to begin with and now here we are a year and a half or two school years later where our children are returning to somewhat of a normal, on campus, in-person learning. And those who are behind on social graces are two years more further behind. And, you know, parents, we need to ask ourselves, what do we do to help our kids along the way? What are we going to be doing to help our kids along the way to become better? And I have to ask that question for a lot of our parents, because we oftentimes find ourselves frustrated and angry about how our kids are either turned out or are turning out and how our kids are living their lives. And I don't really know why that is. It, it's easy for us to kind of yell and scream at our kids because a lot of us are from that the generation back in the 60s and the 70s where we lived through that do as I say, not as I do philosophy where we were able to watch our parents who, in a lot of cases, they were great people, but they did dirt like we did, like we do. And it was easy for them back in the day because that's the only tool in their tool bag was just say, hey, you know, just you do what I tell you to do, you know, sit down, shut up and be quiet and... Go sit in the corner, and you know, don't don't try to bring up in my face because I drink, I smoke, or I do whatever it is that they do. You don't make my bed, don't clean my room, whatever, whatever that is. Our our kids today, they're very consistent and they're very intuitive. And when they see us not doing our part, when they see us not being consistent, when they see us telling them to do things that we either aren't doing or aren't willing to do. Our kids aren't going to listen to us a whole lot. They're going to kind of look at you sideways like a dog and kind of twist their head like, oh, "Like what? How are you going to tell me to, to go pick up my clothes or eat my food if that's not what you do? How are you going to tell me to make my bed or clean my room when you don't? Now, granted, I understand because I went probably, I don't know, maybe three, four years without cleaning my room. And, and if some of you are going to go, oh my gosh, what are you talking about? you got kids to raise. Well, I get it. You know, I had some issues at that time with just life itself. I still remember the day when I was moving out of my house in Menifee for the last time and it had, it had really hit how bad things had gotten because cleaning up that house had a lot to do with my late wife being there. So yeah, grief is different than some, than some of us just being trifling, right? But being in the point of grief stricken about the loss of something, yes, it can put you into a, a trifling mode. But we shouldn't stay there. No matter what our reasoning is, we shouldn't stay there. We shouldn't live there. So parents, what I'm suggesting is, not even suggestion, what I'm saying is, when we are looking at how our children are living, when we're looking at how our children are behaving, when we're looking at something in our kids that we just don't like, we've got to look in the mirror and find out where the heck are they learning it from? Far too often, they've learned probably 90% of their or 98% of their behaviors they've learned from us, either the, or the, or the mother or the father, us. And you know, who else do you have to blame but ourselves? Now, granted, there's some kids that that just don't make any sense, they just don't listen, or they've got some form of learning disabilities, or whatever it is, there there's an issue there. But where there's a place where we as parents should have been doing, should be doing, can be doing, we need to get involved there and ask ourselves, what does my child need? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Granted, I had a couple of my boys having some issues with learning in school and, and getting good grades and turning in homework. I didn't really care if they got good grades. Just finish the dog on homework. Just show up for class and be present. We had to deal through that. And I had to ask myself, what is the problem? Did I make a broken child? I and mean, is there something wrong with me? And I had, I had some issues with embarrassment. I felt some kind of way about myself going, man, you know, I'm that dude on the radio and on the TV scene and I got kids that just don't get it. Well, okay. Once you get your head out of your backside and you deal through the factors that, you know, my kid needs help and it's not about me. And let's get the kids the help they need, whether it be a counselor or a life coach or, or both, or maybe they need a psychiatrist. Maybe they may need medication. Maybe they need some special classes. Maybe they need some help or a tutor. Maybe I need some help. Maybe I need a counselor or a life coach or both, or I need to see a psychiatrist, or maybe I need to some medication that is prescription strength to help me deal with the issues that I have. Maybe I've got some legitimate issues with PTSD, or I've got some legitimate issues with attention deficit disorder, or maybe I've got some real issues with this pandemic and how it made me feel because I lost something that was dear to me, whether it be my ability to to care for my family as an adult, as a caregiver, or maybe it was just I lost my job, or I don't know, maybe I lost my spouse, or just maybe I just wasn't able to do it because of what this isolation meant to me. I don't know what your what your particular issue is that makes you feel some kind of way about who you are as a person in this place, doing this thing. But I can tell you, there are people out there who specialize in helping us get ourselves together because our children can't get themselves together until we as parents get ourselves together so we can face the demons, face those lions and, and, and face those things that cause us to be who we are. Some of us need help and some assistance just facing ourselves in the mirror. And oh, I get it, trust me. I was that dude, I don't know, a year, maybe two, that I didn't really look at myself in the mirror. And I say don't, not really. I mean, I would come into a place that had a mirror, whether it be my bathroom or the closet because it had a mirror on the door or even a ref- you know a nice clean reflective window somewhere and looking in the rear view mirror in the car. There was, there was times for those few years where I didn't want to see myself. I chose not to look. I could brush my teeth and do whatever personal hygiene habits that I needed to fulfill in that bathroom without the lights on because I wasn't looking at me. And I didn't look at me because I was ashamed at what I saw. I didn't like me because I didn't make my bed. I didn't clean my room. I was a, I don't know, at that point, I think I was a 40 plus year old widowed dad. And I can't use the word single because that's because the government said that I'll never be single again. Because even if I were, not even if, let me cancel those words. So when I marry again and should it end poorly in divorce, I won't even be single then. I'll be a divorced person. So in my singularity, I felt some kind of way about myself and I didn't want to look. I was ashamed of who I was and how to restart again. I was ashamed of trying to to do both halves of my life as a father and a mother to my kids. I was ashamed at what I had to do. I was angry at God. I was was mad at my wife for going away to heaven to be with God, to have a great time and no more pain. I was upset at her for leaving me with these damn kids. Yeah, I said it. I said it because that set me free. It made me free. A lot of us out there don't want to say the things that make us free. We want to pretend like it doesn't exist. We want to pretend like it didn't happen. We want to pretend like, oh well, it wasn't me. But it is us. You know, tell the truth and shame the devil. Because if we continue to have these fake feelings, these these self-righteous feelings, these holier-than-thou feelings to make us think that we're so much better than the plain average Joe out there who doesn't have any problems, or, or maybe they do have problems and we don't because we're so much better than them. Our life is on lock. We're so much this or that. When in reality, we got the same filthy rags that they do. And for those of you who are scripture people, you can go and read that when the scripture, when the Bible talks about our sins are like filthy rags. It it talks about how our sins are so nasty and dirty, like like the rags from a woman's menstrual cycle. Yeah, I'm going to set that right there. Because a lot of men, we we don't even know what that looks like. But for those of us who do understand what that looks like, whether it be a female or a male, understanding what that smell is. What that looks and feels like. That's what our sin looks like to God. And we need to deal with that. And that's every one of us. Not just the special kind of ones. Not the ones that are so holy because we pay our tithes whether we show up at church or not. That's oh, yeah, a whole different thing. It's people believe in no going to church or you do go to church. COVID, no COVID, whatever. You know, we're going we're to take a quick diversion because we're trying to help parents right now get better for this upcoming school year. Parents, we need some patience right now because with just as much frustration as we feel in this pandemic age with this, you know, variant variant 28,005 to the third power minus one, we, our children feel it just as much. They have just as many questions going back to school as we do. And they feel it from us. Whether we talk about it to our friends and family or we post about it on social media or we listen to any of the media outlets that we watch on TV for hours and hours on day, our kids are hearing at the same time. And I happen to follow a podcast that I, you know, a person in Ruslan, he's had a great podcast and he had a great post and I was wondering, he, he was mentioning how we as Christians, are we more, how do you say what was the word he used? Think we more negative, and It's not the word. But I was just paraphrasing. Are we more condemning, more negative, more condescending to people than the world is? And I'm afraid I have to agree. Far too often, if you watch the last political race, in fact, it's still going on right now. Some of the, some of the people that I know, that I care for and love dearly, that swear up and down that they love God, and they have all this love for people but we really don't show it. We are some of the nastiest people I have ever seen in my entire life. There's, some of us are so nasty with our posts that I have to ask myself, are these people that really, out of the same fingers or the same mouth, bless God and, and then curse people with the same set of posts? Yeah. Using the scripture to their, to their own devices and our own advantage? using it to make people feel some kind of way. Man, Jesus, if you were to come back today and be in our presence, I'm not talking about for rapture. I'm talking about a second coming to find out what in the heck is going on down here. You would be with the sinners because the word is you were with the sinners back in the day of biblical times. You were with the sinners. You weren't, true, yes, you were in the synagogues teaching the priests as well. Yes, I get it. You were there, but you were also with the sinners. You also rolled the streets trying to help those who couldn't help themselves. I wonder what happened to that side of our Christianity, our spirituality. What happened to that relationship with God? What happened? Well, don't even talk about reason. Let's just be honest for a second. What happened to us reading those parts of the scripture when it saw, when it talks about Jesus going to deal with those who were unclean we don't even speak to our neighbors across the street or next door. We don't even post things genuinely that are nice to people and that are loving to people. Oh, but Craig, I can say what I want to because I've got that's my right. But everything that is right for you is not good because it's it's salting your witness. I should even say salting because salt is a preservative. Because some of the things, if we go back and look at our own social media, there's nothing in a lot of our posts that are either genuine or say anything positive about our witness for Christ. That's right. I said it. And I'm loud on social media. And I watch. And I unfriend people. And I unfollow people. And I know people unfriend and follow me. Because I believe that if, what would Jesus do right now if he came? You know what? He would love people. And let God sort out all the judgment. Or handle all the judgment. If we would but love people. And it has nothing to do with people leaving the state. It has nothing to do with people feeling some way about a vaccine. But it has everything to do with shaming people. Peer pressure was something we dealt with at a long time. And in the modern day era. Peer pressure is now called bullying. And there's a lot of adult bullying going on right now. Whether it be. Yeah, and I saw some madness I did see, and it's madness on both sides, and I'm not a political dude, so I'm I'm on the soapbox, so you know what Miles would run with, because it? it's, it's what the Lord gave me to give, because to be to be real honest, and be 100 about it, I wasn't going to record today. I was going to send an email across and ask the station, say, hey, can you just play the show from last week? We're getting prepped for school tomorrow. I just ran out of time. I've had, I've had a puppy doctor's appointment, had to drive back across town and have You know, son's doctor's appointments. had to go back across town to pick up puppies had to do barbershop haircuts I had to get you know groceries I had to get gas for the car I had to get and then about 9 o'clock in the PM I had a kid ask me dad you got any any children's melatonin I can't go to sleep what we just talked about in the early part of the episode where you should have had your butt in the bed anyway and your body should have already been ready for bed now because you should have been going to bed earlier oh but no as I'm trying to encourage you parents to do to give yourself a break and breathe and relax, I did go to the store. And bless God, there was a store open that had what I was looking for and I had to maintain and ask God, God, I, I need some help right now to slow down. Because I was pissed trying to figure out we had been out all day. And at the last part of the moment, you just now tell me that you need something before bed? Are you serious right now? But they're kids. And we're the adults. And we got to step up. We have to be it, but we have to, we have to hold our position because they can't hold theirs because they don't know how yet. They're not adults. So we can't expect them to not make mistakes. And oh, by the way, and if we don't think we make mistakes, just ask your kid. When was the last time we made a mistake? Oh, I remember when you didn't do something?" because they'll remind us quite often, quite quickly, the last time we didn't do something. The memories about how we fail and screw it up are very clear. And ours are too, if we we be honest with ourselves. A lot of times we're not honest. So parents, we need to be honest with ourselves. Are we preparing ourselves for the school year? What have we done properly? Are we getting the sleep that we need? Are we present with the kids? Do we help them get ready for school? Are we helping them get up? Are we setting the stage so they understand how they're going to get to school? How they're going to get home? Do Do they have an evacuation plan should something go wrong? Do they have a way to contact you? Should something go wrong? If, if you're a parent that's able to take them to and from school, do they, do they know where you're supposed to pick them up? Do you know what time school starts? Do you know their teachers? Do you have their teachers' emails? Do you have all the forms yet that you need to? Do your children need shots? Parents, I know if you're behind on any one or all of those things, breathe, I've been there, done that so many different ways. But as we're going in this way, we can't be yelling and screaming at our kids for something that we didn't do. We can't be yelling and screaming at the next door neighbor too for having their car parked in front of your yard because you can't can't get to school on time because you didn't get up on time. You didn't give yourself enough time to get to school on time. Come on, parents, we need to do better with where we are. If we know better, we gotta do better. If we know better, we should do better. So as we're getting prepped for this 2021 school year and beyond, Set the precedence, even with dinner meals. How are you partnering with your kids for dinner, for lunches, for breakfast? How is that going on? We're not trying to be able to need to do this all by ourselves. We need to partner. Let's partner with our kids. Parents, let's be vocal. Let's be partnering with the kids. Let's be open-minded as well. Ask, tell your kids that you need help and ask for help. Gets the help that you need as well. I'm one of your hosts, Craig Carlisle. And this is The Raising Men Show. Hope you've enjoyed what we've got for you. we got more again next week. See you next time.